0: Warning, this podcast may change the way you think about business, entrepreneurship, and money forever. The Conquistador podcast was created for dreamers, entrepreneurs, and leaders who want to conquer their future. 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 To be an epic entrepreneur, you must adopt the right mental paradigms as well as master the art of selling, marketing, and finance. Now, it's time to welcome two serial entrepreneurs, leaders, husbands, and fathers who are passionate about sharing the strategies that are helping them excel in life and in business. Here, I'm Mauricio Garcia and Hubert Humphrey. All right, we're live again.
1: Just another day, another podcast. Super excited to be able to come in uh, here live and say hi to all of our Entrepreneur friends, it's been a great week, uh, Hubert. Let me introduce you here, maybe in a different way. Hubert Humphrey is always is with us in in the this podcast we do together. You know, this it's been a great week. I was saying because we've been kind of in a series uh, talking to people about the importance of being a good director of uh, director of motivation, um, how to have a builder's mindset, that kind of stuff. It ties in nicely when we are trying to learn the secrets to be able to build something big, you know, when um, going in in business. And today we're going to talk about constant personal motivation. And um, I've seen you do a lot of these great events, and they are high-octane and they are made to motivate but what do you mean by constant personal motivation which is a little different than what we talked about yesterday which was the constant personal communication they're both important but there is a difference
2: well obviously constant personal communication one of those elements is constant personal motivation where you kind of got to keep moving mm. people we talked mm-hmm. about encouragement we talked about recognition we talked about education good news but 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 the constant personal motivation means you're constantly creating an energy force that high octane fuel that they're going to need to keep moving. You can't just because there was enough gas in the car to make it move today. If the car is out of gas tomorrow, it's not going to. You got to make sure there's going to be plenty of gas in the tank tomorrow, and then the next day, and the next day, every day, you just got to have you got to check the fuel just like you check the gauge in a car. You got to check your people every day. Is there enough fuel? And most people, most people uh, in life are running on low fuel. Most people are running mm-hmm. on fumes. Most people are out of gas. To be honest, you know. So what what you've got to be is a constant personal motivation to keep moving. It moving. It. You know. As we said earlier in the week, you know, there's, that there's three elements of that whole what I call the leadership format system that. Helps build these great teams that are, that we talk about, and built great companies that we've talked about. The yeah. the 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 first part of it was was that uh, director uh, a recruiter, uh, excuse me, a, a recruiter's mentality, where you right, where you had a system whereby recruiting. then, a, then the second part was a builder's mindset, where you were going to go construct. Well, then once you've done all that, and by the way, you're never through with that. That that's always those two things are always going on. Is always new recruiting, always new building, but 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 you always got to have something to be m- motivating the team that has been built, and the builders who are building the new teams to keep building. So both ways, you got to have motivation going to drive those things to, going forward. So you that's what personal, it in it, 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 constant uh, really in so many words, you're trying you tr- you need to communicate daily for a long sustained period of time. On people until you know that those people can 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 keep their motivation going themselves and that they can now become part of the motivation chain Mm -hmm. they're replicating that they're becoming the great motivators for their teams and then they're developing motivators at that level in the third level in the fourth level in the fifth level and that's and that's where it all that's where it all happens
1: now I've heard you say that uh, who motivates the motivator like the mm-hmm. the motiv- yeah. the you know it's like you have to figure out a way to motivate yourself and there is a process to get there. If most people let's say people you've met people you know that come into the opportunity that you've created they come in whether they are out of gas, you know, just living on fumes as you were saying. How does that transformation happen? How do they go, of uh, first needing to be motivated, to then be self-motivated?
2: Well, I think I shared one time, one of our podcasts weeks ago about uh, one of the one of the first things when I had moved out to Denver back in the early Wednesday's. I'd moved from Macon, Georgia, and had the chance to go out and open up the West for the company and build a big empire out there, which really started the great revolution of these great companies Mm -hmm. was uh, one of my guys in my Denver office had picked up a little tape from some little company or something out there and it said who motivates the motivator and I just looked at it and I said wow what a a thought I said I've got to Mm -hmm. listen to that tonight so I listened because I was curious who motivates that motivator well obviously when I got through listening to it guess what I found out he the motivator who who motivates the motivator? He does. He has to, he he has he has he, he not that he goes and gives himself a speech, mm-hmm. but he has got to have a submission to some some system or team where there's some leaders and so forth that are directors of motivation that will that will direct things to him and he's gotta be responsive to to when when that when they direct it to him. Or when they tell him he's got to, that motivator's got to go and go go talk to these people or go to this event and he, I've got to be willing to go and go, and so, so it, 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 it's, it it is it is the motivator most that motivates himself by making the decision to go and receive motivation. I mean, for me to just go and try to cram a bunch of motivation down somebody who's not ready or doesn't want it or not going to listen, it's not going to motivate anybody. So, so the motivator has to have a, a willingness to be motivated and a desire and a hunger to do it themselves and, 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 and to get and to get that going so that, that's the key there but but uh, but but it's all about uh, in, in, in another thing here that, that I see happening with uh, in this constant personal motivation thing is you, when you're, when you're in a business everything's not always fun and games in a the business there are challenges right. there are problems there are things that people don't work out right or something the best laid plans are always going to be upset so you got to be prepared for that but what i've learned is that it, you you want to be, you, you problems have to be solved but, but, but I knew I didn't want to be a problem solver. I wanted to be a mm-hmm. vision stretcher. So I constantly would take these people who were bringing these problems bubbling back up. I'd say, wait a minute now. We've, I care very much about that. Make sure you write that down. Make sure you now, nowadays we've got emails. You send, send an email in to this person. Wait, I'll make sure that somebody's going to take care of it. Let's don't you and I get off on that. Let's, let's just let's just make sure that we get focused and and, and all of a sudden I, 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 I take these people who've got these big problems that are annoying at them and they want somebody to help them with it and it bubbles up to me as the leader or you as the no. leader well you've got to now if you, if you sit there and dive down into the weeds with them now uh, the blind lead the blind and they both fall in the ditch if you know what I mean so so you can't do that so so you've, you you've got to let them know you care about the issue and, and make sure it's all itemized, everything here. I've got a, I've got somebody that, that, that handles that for us, and we'll get that done, and we'll report back, and you can let me know immediately when, when you get your answer back. If there's continued problems, you just let me know, and I'll make sure. But in the meantime, I turn right around and do a vision stretching. I remind that, guy, that person of, of why they got into business. What were their goals? What were their dreams? There was a reason you started down this path mm-hmm. with us and get them back fueled on that on that uh, set of dreams. And, and, and they're back excited. And before the call's over, neither one of us even remembers what he called about us. He, he felt so good. I felt so good. And, so, and somebody else is going to take care of the problem. So it's it's vision stretching versus problem solving. It's the ultimate form of problem solving. Maybe, maybe I can say it wow. that way.
1: Well, that that, that is a huge uh, uh, paradigm shift right there, guys. I think a lot of people, when they are offered an opportunity where they have to develop other people. I think anybody who's tried it in the past with the wrong paradigm, so many problems came to them because they were the leaders that they thinking that being a good leader was to try to solve their problem versus stretching their vision. And they got worn out like they, it was too much. Nobody can handle all of that. And so the great solution is what you just described. And I want you to even elaborate more on it because I obviously was uh, the victim of that trying to not just to please everybody but really trying to be a more of a problem solver versus a vision stretcher here. Uh, that, that's a much better form of leadership for well, sure.
2: I do want I do want to say one little thing as a caveat the, the, the problem that they were complaining about the people are, that those many times they are, many times are very real issues that they're not really a, a a problem to me a problem is when there's no solution for a bad thing mm-hmm. I, I, that's what I, I tell i i i tell our people we don't really have any problems in our business because everything we've got can be resolved we just have situations mm-hmm. and uh and so i try to get the word problem out of their mind problem is problem is a uh, Sounds as if something's really bad. There's nothing really bad. You got, we got the greatest business in the world. You can make money. Everybody can be successful. You got, you've never had an opportunity like this. What is not to like about this? That's mm-hmm. not a problem. That's an issue that happens to. It's a little impediment. That, it's a little stone that we can move out of the way here. And and so you you make sure you you handle you handle that right. if what what I, I like to use the word diffuse. If if you were in a bomb squad. Uh, 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 and you, you were trying to go out, and somebody had put a, had a, a bomb or someplace. A specialist has to go in there and knows how to go in and take the right wire off the right place to defuse that bomb, to defuse that explosive situation. So uh, that's all we're trying to do here is to is to try to defuse things in people's minds and get it, get everything where they're seeing the bigness of the opportunity and not the littleness of the of the so-called problem. Okay, the bigness of the opportunity versus the littleness of the problem and, and so you've got to keep them focused on that and and do and, 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 and do uh, and do vision stretching but but the other thing is that is that people people just need to have a constant a constant feel of that and and, and, and if people know you care and if they have confidence that that the th- the issues do get resolved now if for some of all this if all this fun and games we're having and I'm getting you all feeling good and everything and the, and the issue never gets resolved, uh, then you're not going to listen to me the next time. You think I'm just trying to make an excuse for you. No. So we, you got to have a system whereby the issues can get resolved, but you've you, you got to get your people up out of the ditch and back up on the main line of success and not down in the weeds or down in the ditch that they've just gotten themselves in the issue mm-hmm. can get resolved. Let's get let's get somebody else to get it resolved for them. Let's let's get you back here. I, we need we need to make sure that they've got somebody around them that could be delegating it. If that's one of my and I and I've had this happen many times over the years. Some of my biggest leaders who knew better would be calling me, the head of the team, the CEO of the company, their fearless leader, to talk about something that they they should have had somebody on their team that they. They've, dealt, they've they've paid an assistant or mm-hmm. somebody uh, part time or whatever to help it. They should should have been the ones that were sending that that in to, to and they knew the, they knew where, where uh, who who at the headquarters in our company which department to send that to, and let them resolve it, and, to, and let uh, let us keep ourselves at a high level, and when when I, when that leader drops himself down, I've got to stretch his vision and get him back straight and there. Get him back to delegating. Delegate or stagnate. I got. He's got to delegate. Quit doing. It. Just because. Just because you've 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 lost your vision, don't mean you you can't pull me down into quagmire. Will you? Now the whole company would go down if I if I got bogged down in every little issue in the world. Absolutely. Trust me. Trust me. The road to success is is built upon. Challenge after challenge after challenge after challenge. Situation after situation after situation. So-called mm-hmm. problem after problem after problem. The fact the leader that has yep. the most problems wins. The leader that has <laughs> the most challenges wins. Right. The leader that has the most the, the leader that has the most irritating things that bother entrepreneurs wins. So you better have a system. Why is that
1: though? Why do you say that? Because, Why?
2: Because because you cannot get you cannot go you cannot achieve success without going through painful things mm-hmm. the, the effort mm-hmm. has to be put out uh every the, the 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 best laid plans sometimes don't quite work out uh, so Absolutely. you have to and and, and it, it, it's not it's not pain it's just a bothersome thing for people who were 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 hoping it would work perfect well you know people people who don't know any better sometimes expect something to be perfect when an entrepreneur who's been doing this a long time knows it'll never be perfect uh, it, but but you get it resolved and go forward. The main thing is just don't don't, don't let petty things bog people down. Yeah. Well, because the, the the road to success uh, has uh, if it was easy all the lazy people Marie would, would have do already done all
1: this. Absolutely. Well, one of the things I've noticed is that if you stay at it long enough, you build a muscle that help you get through all these challenges that you will continue to face at every level no matter what you're starting out i, I would even say that the, the higher up it's not a ladder but the higher up you are as far as maybe the level of entrepreneurship that you're in or, or the bigger your business the bigger the challenges that you have to face and you would know better than 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 me on that i, I haven't built any billion dollar business but you have
2: well you're, well, you're absolutely right the higher you go up the mountain, mounting the mountain the, the harder gravitation pulls on you, right. the the tougher it is. The tougher it is, you go up there and everything. But the nice thing about it is that uh, uh, if if you're if you're in a if you're in a business where you've got other mentors or people that have your interest at heart, uh, there and and and, 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 and they have got they've got, a, they've got a, a system that can help resolve these issues along the way. You, you you don't you you something. If you stay at it, if you keep doing something long enough, you'll get good enough to solve your own problem. Well, that's true. If it's, if somebody's driven like you, uh, Mauricio can sit there and take a lick and then keep on ticking. Most people can't stay long enough to get good at something. So mm. that's why you got to have leaders above you mm-hmm. to uh, to help e- ease that along and to, to so so that so it so it doesn't beat you it doesn't beat you out of the business. You, it, you know what I so, mean? So Let's, maybe
1: th- 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 there's yeah. a lot of reasons why entrepreneurs fail. What I'm concluding here is that maybe one of the biggest ones is that they want to go at it by themselves. Loneliness.
2: Yes, absolutely. A, loneliness, it, loneliness, isolationism is one of the absolute m- most but killer many, things ma- in yeah. businesses.
1: Many, many buy the idea that that's the way it's got to be. It's like you see even on... Uh, social media posts, right? Like entrepreneurship is such a lonely place to be, but it doesn't have to be that way.
2: Well, it, it, it can't be that way. And well, it, it's nice to be able to have chat rooms where fellow entrepreneurs can get in and commiserate with each other and you know, cry over spilt milk and all that stuff yeah, together. But you're gonna get pulled friends.
1: in so many different directions, oh, right? Oh my gosh. That it's, you're gonna do nothing.
2: The one thing you cannot do as a leader You cannot accept invitations to pity parties. If you do, you're 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 dead. You cannot negatives. Negatives will kill a positive person quicker. It's a whole Mm -hmm. lot easier to get a a a positive person weakened by negativity than it is a negative person strengthened by positivity. So Hmm. you've got to you've got to watch out where you go. The internet just it's good news you have got the internet. The bad news is you got the internet because right. all this stuff that people are doing out there, while it's, uh, it might fight off a little loneliness for a little while. Uh, very, very few good, great things and come it, out it, of
1: it. It's such a fine line that the minute you subscribe to a quote, even an idea, it changes. It changes your destiny completely. So it's a it's a very delicate situation, um, right? Because it's it's like a lot of us have uh, been raised to believe in certain things. Like there's a lot of phrases that if I would say something, you know, you would you would you would finish it, and so if we believe those to be true. Then we conduct our lives based on those paradigms that we have. And so what I'm trying to say is that on social media, if we're not careful, there's people just, it's very easy to post a quote. It's very easy to post something. And a weak mind or an, an experienced mind can really have a negative impact and really go in a complete opposite direction to where you want it to go. So yep, it's good absolutely. that you mentioned that. It's good that you hey,
2: mentioned hey, hey, that. Hey, hey, hey that's, that's critical. I, I've watched over the years as we've been building teams and from A. O. Williams, W.M., all of our different companies, we we could... we. <laughs> I used to tell people, here we are. We, we got a thousand of us in the room here. And we're giving, people are giving great speeches, great knowledge, great inspiration, great motivation, great examples, great ideas. It's all formatted, all laid out there. And and, and, and people kind of, they get up and they go out and they go to the bathroom or stand out in the hall or go, some of them back in the day would smoke a cigarette. Not a lot of them doing any smoking around mm-hmm. us anymore. But whatever they would go do, I said, you got to watch out. Don't go gravitate out there and do that because what will happen, the people that are hanging around in, in the halls outside the meeting, the people that you're going to talk to, just because you went in the men's restroom and there's six urinals over there, this is kind of gross, uh, uh, you, six of you standing in there at urinals, guess what? One of, some, some guy's going to be talking about, well, you know, I've done it this way and it works for me. Well, he's done, got another guy down at the other end of the urinal. He, he hears that. And they pick up an idea in the men's room, mm-hmm. that they thinks a the great idea, and dismissed everything that was being said in the big meeting. So you got to watch. You got to watch who you listen to. You got to watch who you hang with. You got to have. The, as Napoleon Hill said in his great book Thinking, Grow It, you got to have a mind tightly sealed against all negative. Influences. Tough t- 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 t-
1: thing out there because everything is about negativity. News is negativity, and just human beings. I don't know if it's just the nature to gravitate towards uh, negativity. Because it, I'm assu- I'm assuming that it is. Otherwise, the news media, social media, wouldn't bet so heavily on the bad news. Oh,
2: they, they, if there wasn't bad news, they, uh, all the stations would shut down. They, uh, yeah. there wouldn't be all this stuff right here. The, the, the human beings now have gotten hooked on listening to negative newscasts and and all this kind of stuff, and they'll listen to the same broadcast in this hour, and then two hours later here's another show, and that show's nothing but just regurgitating what the previous show did, and then the next guy it's just different. Uh, just a different. That, it's these, a
1: different face and and the same negative yeah, uh, message. And,
2: and, and you you've listened. if if the great the, one of the simplest ways to have a have a fighting chance to win in life is to turn your tv off and never look at it again never go Absolutely. never never go to uh, never go online looking for news just, just you, because there's not going to be any good news out there they they can't make they can't get eyeballs with good news that's it's true. to be negative so that's don't true. look just get away from it you know well, and, that- and, and avoid it with a, like a plague you know so it, it, just yeah. just, a, just a, a a couple other points that we I think we were, we we're to try to address here. We're sure.
1: Okay. So you have a, you have a few points. I just want to I, I do have one. And then uh, if it's okay with you, yeah. we just because we talk about constant constant personal motivation. Obviously, one of the things I hear you mention over and over again is that the only difference between you and the you five years from now is the people you hang out with and the book you read. And I've know I know that's a very uh, uh, well-known phrase, quote, if you want to call it. How do you get your people to uh, follow positive messages? Whether you, you have something called success ontology, the you do you, do you invite people obviously to read, to bring people on to other successful people, because that's part of that's part of constant personal motivation.
2: Right. I I, I I've. I've I'm a voracious reader, always have been, and I don't. And all the books I read, I don't put out for uh, in my success anthology series because I don't want them to. uh, I've already read them, and I know they're not going to get anything that's practical for their business. But Mm -hmm. the ones that I know that have got something that's totally, totally uh, in alignment with with success fits right into our. Our, our leadership format system and our leadership development, our builder development mentality and our winning, how to become a winner and build something big. I picked those books for those things, and I even highlight the, the chapters and the, the main points that I got out of it and put it in this anthology series so that people can can kind of read and get the feeling that I felt when I read it uh uh and, and so i kind of aim I, I try to aim on that stuff and uh, of course people are always now finding new books and hearing about new books because there's every five minutes there's 50 new books coming out by mm-hmm. somebody and they publish you get somewhere on the on the internet and, and if you don't watch it all these people just you got somebody out there yep. just bu- yep. bu- got, got, got all your people spending their money buying a bunch of books that are that's making somebody else a lot of money it's costing you a lot of money because they don't know what they're talking about in the principles that they're d- doing there, and they don't even fit the situation that the people are in. So you got to be very careful for, for, for what kind of knowledge they get. You've you got a, a alignment. Alignment means you've got to be aligned with uh, the correct upline people, the, the correct business, the correct industry, the correct s- systems. But you've always got to be aligned with the correct books you're going to read, the yeah. correct well, people you're going to meet. With that... that-
1: When you're hungry and you're trying to find the answers, you're consuming all this different information. You're bringing all these things to your mind, which is what a lot of entrepreneurs are doing right now. And so they're getting pulled in all these different directions. Probably the simplest thing for us to do is just go find somebody who's really done something big because they've already been there and done that versus trying to follow somebody who's trying to get there.
2: Mm -hmm. What does Napoleon Hill say? The fastest way to become a a millionaire, successful person is to – find one and copy a, a, and do exactly, exactly what he or she did that that's that sentence is one of the golden nuggets of that whole book and it's exactly. all it's all about that and uh and it, it, it and it's and, not and hard it to t- find them and no, we have one know. right here <laughs> well, well that's right and and you know they they uh, you, you got this constant personal motivation is a uh, you, another thing is it's good. people gotta learn. Most people don't know how to set goals. They don't know how to develop game plans. They don't even know no. how to use them. So, you, so I've learned to do possibility projections, which is our, we could do a whole new show on that sometime. Mm-hmm. Possibility projections is where you see what their situation is. You know how big their team is. You know what's happening. So you go and set what you see is technically you're taking goals for them and in, and imposing that goals on them in lieu of the weak goals that they don't they either don't know how to set or they or they don't set them high enough and you and you you put the you loan them you loan them your belief of these what's possible for them and uh, and, and, and 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 they they let them see why you came up with that next thing you know people go after it because you, you stretch their vision with those new possibilities and they can go from what we call possibility thinker to impossibility achiever, mm-hmm. which, is a, which is the ultimate vision stretching out there. And then, for like, like, like our guys, we want our people to be upward mobile. We want them to always be climbing up the compensation ladder, the promotion ladder, fighting for that next promotion, fighting for that next promotion, fighting for that. that, that that's, that's what keeps, is people fight for promotions. Promotions drives production. Production drives cash flow. So our business is set up like that, and so we all we have these promotion timetables, man. We think you should be able to hit such such by such and such a date. This is what you got to go do, and you motivate them to go do it, and show them other people that have done it before them. And if you've already done it, then obviously that's just you got that much more power to pull and them absolutely. up to where you are. Mm-hmm. All those types of things, and in overlapping leadership, the only way the constant personal motivation can really be done on any scale is to have one a system, and number two. You and all your other leaders learning to do overlapping leadership where, they're, where, they're, where you don't just give it to one guy and hope he passes it. You, you go around him and around him, two and three and four and five levels, and you teach him how to go two and three, four, five levels. Now you've got somebody always going to the bottom of the chain to keep it moving. It's mm-hmm. always making sure information is, is being passed on a constant basis. And guess what? Everything moves in a big, big way.
1: And you can't really build leadership unless you actually adopt this constant personal motivation uh, paradigm, as we continue to say here. Because, um, I don't know, Hubert, you've built a lot of leaders. I'm assuming that you have built one by one almost. Like you have to, leadership development is really being able to, it's like a one-on-one thing. It's a one-on-one thing. And then once they become those leaders, then they do the same thing to other people, and that's how you really build an army of highly competitive leaders. But it's not—it's not like you're gonna go out there and you're gonna give this great speech about these concepts and paradigms, and all of a sudden leaders come out of that. There's a lot of a lot of work, right? And, they, and that's the constant personal communication and motivation that you have to do consistently for sustained periods of time, as that leader is evolving. Because it's not like you give them all these bunch of concept and they wake up tomorrow and now they're a great leader.
2: Well, absolutely. You know, there you you, 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 it's what you do outside of the big speeches and the big crowds and the big sh- mm-hmm. TV shows is, is you're dealing with the right things. You see, our system is designed to where you, you, you put, you, you, you give everybody a chance through there. The system sorts them out and you see who's, who's taking the charge, who's climbing the ladder. And you pay more and more attention to those people and you work with them. And not only are you building leaders yourself, you're trying to build leaders who know how to build leaders. If, that's a little double talk there. But if you can't get that little extra part to it, it never replicates. You build, you want to build leaders, but a part of the leader that I'm building is that he now can go and build leaders and he's got to build leaders who now can go and build leaders. And so you keep that building leader machine going. Now I, 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 I through meetings and overlapping leadership, I can go and uh, I I can go and help help a little bit, influencing them and th- things like that. But I've got a bunch of bunch of guys who now have become the builder of leaders, and that's that's how that's how you get big when you kind of pass that on to other people, and uh, and then they no one person any one person that stops doing that, they, their geometric growth stops. Mm-hmm. just with, just with where they're at and I, you don't want to stop in our business you're either growing or dying there is no status quo you know you got you gotta keep things moving if you want to grow to the top you'll always have some success it won't ever shrink up and go away but it won't ever it won't ever engage and just grow automatically unless you're using a system and um, yeah and it, it it going. it's a
1: false idea sometimes when people enter uh in direct sales. They, they, they buy in this idea. They just have to do some effort, you know, front load their efforts here, and then all of a sudden they're just going to ride that way forever. It's going to die off if you don't maintain, you know, that uh, continuous development of leaders. It's, it's a right. never-ending never exercise forever. It's just, it just never ends.
2: But if you do front-end load it, all of a sudden you, you have quickened your whole future. And if you teach some other people how to front end load their careers, and they teach some people how to front end load, all of a sudden you've got monstrous, super, super uh, uh, atomic fuel out there that's ex- is causing yeah, people. I to just go. wanted
1: to uh, basically communicate the mentality, right? Like um, you, after everything you've done, here you are building it bigger, bigger than ever. I'm sorry, and being more aggressive than ever before. You know. Because uh, you are you on a mission. You're, you're, you're building something here that you want the new you to beat the old you. All these different concepts, right? So it's like it, it never ends. And it's really not just about the money. It's really to be, be able to build something of significance. It's not right, what you one, take, but what you leave.
2: That's right. That, that one word you just said right there probably is the, of all the things we talked about here today, it would be a great exclamation point to the end of it. Mm-hmm. Is that is a mission? If you've got a mission that motivates, mm-hmm. a mission that motivates, then all your constant personal motivation is toward an end. And when something is toward an end, a big m- mission that you want to accomplish, like there's a great book called Peak Performance that I it's in my anth- anthology series, I read mm-hmm. many many years ago, and it described e- how everybody. Everybody was involved. Every every company, every vendor, every, every the astronauts, the, the 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 people in NASA, the the the, the people in government, the people, uh, uh, and every made the lunar landing modules, to to made the spaceship, to made anybody had anything to do in a million miles of of putting a person on the moon when President Kennedy said we're gonna put by the end of the sixth decade we're gonna put a man on the moon. Everybody bought into that, and, and and you'd go in these big hangars where they were working on different things at these different companies. And they'd have a mural on the wall of nothing but the lunar surface. Everybody, you'd go into executives' offices or secretaries' offices. They'd have a little replica of the moon, mm-hmm. the moon, mm-hmm. the moon. Mm-hmm. It, the mission was to, the the mission, mission was to put a man on the moon by the end of the decade. It was a mission that motivated and everybody was just brainwashed into that mission yeah. now now you got constant personal motivation f- it, uh, focused on a on a mission mm-hmm. that's that's when you're really going to accomplish something great
1: talk about building a movement and then building momentum everybody in, in, in a in a common in a common uh crusade So with that being said, Hubert, it was a great podcast, Uh, learned a lot. Hopefully people got the value out of it. I'm sure they will. And I don't want to say bye-bye yet until we uh, thank our sponsor. Remember that Hegemon Group International has got the best opportunity in the planet today. You've got to go check them out. You have to go check out what is the vehicle that is going to take you from where you are now to where you want to go. And to see the presentation, you go to hgiopportunity.com. That is hgiopportunity.com. It is an opportunity to jump into the greatest industry in the world, the biggest industry in the world, and take advantage of trillions and trillions of dollars that are going to be changing hands. And as Huber says the 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 best way to make money is to find out where the money is moving uh from and where it's moving to and then be able to capture that so you need to check out what hegemon uh, group international is all about and how people are making millions and millions and millions of dollars in a short period of time of course there's a it's an opportunity that um I would say would you say it's for everybody I was about to say it's not for everybody it is it is for everybody what would you add to that Hubert
2: well, it's, it's for everybody until proven different. Awesome. We we, we we treat every person as a recruit until proven different. We just cannot, we can't. We just we just can't go and judge that for those people. We got to give everybody an opportunity, and they'll do with it what they will.
1: Well, I couldn't say it better. So check them out, hgiopportunity.com. And Hubert, I'll see you tomorrow for the NET podcast.
2: All right. Sounds good. Thanks. <laughs>
0: Warning, this podcast may change the way you think about business, entrepreneurship, and money forever. The Conquistador podcast was created for dreamers, entrepreneurs, and leaders who want to conquer their future. 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 To be an epic entrepreneur, you must adopt the right mental paradigms as well as master the art of selling, marketing, and finance.